Welcome to the latest episode of North vs. South podcast, where we discuss video games, technology, TV, and movies. In this episode, Tommy and I discuss the PSVR 2. So Josh, PlayStation VR 2, I wanted to discuss this as it seems there is a feature that I think you might be interested in. Yeah, what's this? Well, the main feature I think that will benefit you is because you currently live on a boat and there's not a lot of space. Yep. The headset itself is an OLED lens and it can also support 120 frames per second. Uh-huh, yep. When playing games. So... For someone who hasn't got much space in terms of room for a big, big TV, because most OLED TVs you can only, you you have to get at least forty-two inch or forty-four inch. This might be a way of you going into like the OLED one hundred twenty frames per second gaming. But the problem is, I know you you never owned a, a VR headset, have you? No, we don't own anything. No, so I own the PlayStation uh, VR, the first VR headset, and. The problem is, that I I got kind of like, you you put it on for like 10, 15 minutes, and then you just feel like, I need to take this off. So, I don't know, if, if you can handle, if someone out there can handle VR gaming, like have a headset on, and have it on for like a good few hours, and play games, then you're sorted, because it costs currently, so the price is £529, which it seems expensive, but when you put in the fact that you're getting an OLED screen, and I just looked up today, the, like the cheapest OLED you can get is like 850 quid. It's not a bad deal, and plus the fact you can play VR games. Yeah, I mean, the price is a funny one, because it costs almost £100 more than a PlayStation 5 console, and the headset doesn't really do anything. It's obviously driven by the PS5. Obviously it does something, but... Um, and there's... Obviously, like you say, the OLED in there. I mean, I've just pulled up the specs, and it's like 2,000 by 2,000 pixels per eye, which is insane. That's like that's almost having a full HD panel just stuck in front of each of your eyes. Um, and, yeah, panel refresh rate is 90 hertz to 120 hertz, which is not common uh, for, for many laptops or monitors today. I mean, high refresh has only just sort of come out. So I don't I haven't checked what you can do with the VR2 outside of the regular VR stuff so whether you can do like virtual desktops I don't expect you to do that cuz obviously the game console in terms of like virtual cinema or virtual large screen TV for non VR games I have no idea if you can do that I've not checked it out Well yeah the, so that's what I believe you can so you get a, like a large screen in front of you and it's going to be because you're looking through the OLED, you, the picture quality is going to be quite uh, sharp and a lot of bright colours. And uh, and the plus the fact you're getting 120 frames per second, the, the, the smoothness of the of the gameplay will be quite good. Yes, so it looks like you will be able to. And But it's just how long you can keep that headset on for. That's that's my only like big problem. That's going to come down to how, how the headset is balanced, how much weight you can support on your own head i suspect if you've got a pretty big head um it might be easier than if you've got quite a small head to kind of keep 
any kind of headset on. Um, I have worn the VR, the, the the first VR headset, and I will say I didn't, I did not find it comfortable. But I was only wearing it like there was like a group of like seven of us or eight of us, so I didn't spend a lot of time tailoring it and making sure it fitted. I just kind of plonked it on, tied it up in a couple of places, and kind of just played the games. I'm sure if I had it, if I'd bought either the first or the second one, and I sat down, I, you know, I could probably dial it in and get it a bit more comfortable on my head. I also think, like, because it doesn't come with headphones, you have to kind of use your own headphones or buy the PlayStation headphones that kind of wrap around it. And it comes with earphones. Yeah, yeah, but headphones specifically might help, because of the, the, the size of the headphones, they might help balance the whole head out. So you've got something strapped to the front of your face, and if you've got big headphones on the side of your head, that actually might help you feel a bit more balanced. Like, I know when I'm carrying heavy shopping, it's easier to carry two bags of heavy shopping that way twice as much than it is to carry one bag of heavy shopping because you're kind of walking lopsided and you're using muscles to kind of hold it up whereas if you just have that weight across two hands or even the same weight in the other hand it's easier to it's more comfortable to to walk around so you might kind of have that with um and it's kind of like why you know there's different ways of doing the headset you know you can have the cable um, that goes to a computer or a console you could have like a full wireless but if you have a full wireless how wireless you want it because some of them have the battery and the computer in the headset and that might be on the front of the headset behind you know in front of the glass or it might be at the back of the head and you know that's going to put some of the weight you know it's going to distribute it behind you a little bit so that's probably going to make it better um and others still are kind of looking at having a backpack type thing so it's just a cable still a cable but you're not connected to anything else in the room it's just something on your back or uh in your pocket or something like that so those different ways of getting the, the weight out of the headset itself because of the battery or the processing or the cable or something like that um, and either just spreading it around the head so it's not out the front of the headset onto a different part of the body is kind of going to help but I don't know how much... That's, let's have a look at the weight. Do they have it on their website? They do not. Because I wonder how much heavier or lighter it is from the first one. It's five, 560 grams. And the, the original was 600. Okay. So it's not massively lighter. Like, you're talking about 40 grams difference. And I don't think you would notice that on your head. The one thing you will know is... I, I bought the playstation vr and i really wanted to get into it but the cables and you have an external box and this is why i'm quite more excited about this headset is i know people are a bit frustrated why it can't be wireless but still like just to have one cable usb-c and then your job done you wouldn't be able to get this spec at the moment like no not wirelessly, no. VR is still way too new and way too niche to dedicate the kind of money that they're going to try and to, to do gaming wirelessly. I mean, I don't know. Are you aware at all about um, Apple's rumored headset unit? I heard something. I, I did hear. Do you know how much it's going to cost? Something ridiculous, probably like fifteen hundred quid. Two. I was going to say fifteen hundred quid is cheap. It's it's looking to be two to three grand. Um, and that's not going to be a gaming. Um, it's not going to be a gaming hertz sort of system. You know, that's going to be for like meetings, FaceTime, virtual desktops, that kind of stuff. I think that's going to be. You know, they haven't. Like, it's, it's only rumors at the moment. Um, but like, the rumor mill still hasn't worked out whether that's going to be wireless, all in the head, 
whether it's going to be sort of like projected from a phone or something a bit like CarPlay is currently, because I don't know if you know, but CarPlay um, is controlled by the phone and it's sort of like projected um, or like airplayed or something like there's some kind of technology that's quite similar to those which you could use um, on the headset or whether it's a complete standalone with all the processing power into like an iPhone sized brick in your pocket or something and it's just like this is a device that's going to cost thousands of pounds so like four times five six times more than the PSVR um, and even that isn't like full full-on remote I mean I know we've got um, the Facebook one Oculus Rift that is fully wireless but I don't know does that is that tied to a phone like do you control it through a phone in an instance or is it completely a sta- its own standalone computer I'm not sure about that but the Oculus Quest I think that's uh, mobile and I think you can use it on a computer um, but you have to sign up for a Facebook account. <laughs> but what I mean is, does the headset do the processing or is there another device doing the processing oh, okay. and like streaming the video signal to the eyes? That's the, that's the whole thing. It's like the PSVR is just a headset, whereas the Apple one might be a whole computer that you could use independent of an iPhone, um, although reality will probably settle in and it won't be that because I just don't think... VR technology is worth it to have a headset unit that advanced because the the costs that you'd have to have to that you know to develop it and to I mean that's one of the things with this Apple one is that who's going to buy this thing who's going to put apps on the thing to make it worth buying um, and that's probably why it, it it can seem quite frustrating like I remember like you and I looked at VR like ten years ago that when the uh, when the Oculus dev kits were first coming out. And it doesn't really feel like VR has really arrived fully yet. Um, I think maybe that Oculus Quest might be one of the first like consumer ones to really be a bit more widespread, as well as the PlayStation VR units. But outside of those, there's not a whole lot of headsets, and there's not that many good games. Like Even the Half-Life Alex, I've been seeing stuff online about how it's not really... A lot of people are like not considering it canon to the whole Half-Life story, but then that might be uh, for a whole host of other reasons. But it doesn't feel like VR gaming has arrived in the in the same way as other aspects of uh, gaming has kind of come in, like high refresh gaming, 4K, even 8K gaming is starting to come out. But no, I heard I heard good things about Half-Life, Alex. I've I've heard that that, that game was dedicated for VR. It was made for VR, basically having the the ability to pick up stuff and throw stuff around is, is is something that uh we we've never really done before and i think half-life alex has accomplished that but that's only one game and like i can't see i can't say who's gonna who's gonna buy the playstation vr2 there's like the software at launch is quite there's not a lot of games no there's loads there's there's a lot more that's come out now there was another like yeah there's really now we're not talking but what i mean like I, I'm, I'm talking like yeah, but you're talking like I know you're going to say, "Oh, there's a lot of little things," but no, that doesn't that doesn't matter. Like, it's not like you're going to pick a PSVR and all you can do is uh, Call of the Mountain. Like, there's a few big games and there is a lot of smaller games, but like, you can buy the PSVR two now, and there will there is a decent sized library of content available for it. Yes, yeah, some of it is older games remade, like the Resident Evil. There's another Resident Evil... Resident Evil Village. Yeah, one of them's done, and one of them's coming up. Because um, there's two games, isn't there, for VR? Resident Evil um, 8, uh, they're, they're getting a VR patch, and it's maybe Resident Evil 2 remake? No, sorry, Resident Evil 4. Yeah, and I know you're going to say like there's no 
GTA or Red Dead VR, but like, I mean, I'm, I'm saying there's no Half-Life Alex where there's no actual. Um, instead of like the Horizon game, is just a spin-off game that's going to last you what two to three hours. I'm talking like a full-fledged game that was built for VR. Yeah, but how long is Half-Life Alex? Because that's just a spin-off game. Well, I want you can play that for at least a good 15, 16 hours. It's the PC equivalent of Call of the Mountain because PC gaming is a bit more sort of like into it and such. Okay, it is like five times longer than Call of the Mountain might end up being, but it kind of warrants it just because it's a PC platform. But it's still, they are very similar. They're first party platform games that satisfy that big um, IP itch. And then you've got all the other stuff that kind of get you into... Because the thing about VR is that not all the headsets respond the same way. The controllers, the headsets themselves, the way they track. So you can play the same game on different uh, different headset uh, systems and they'll feel differently. They might feel better on others or don't work at all um, on other ones that they are released on for one reason or another. And that is obviously a problem because how are developers... They want to get their games on all these platforms, but how do they do that without spending a ton of money waiting in queue for either development kits or having to just buy retail units so they can do their testing um, and having to make sure they support uh, the VR2, which has got uh, three-finger support or um, other units that don't have any finger gesture, gesture support and just have some buttons or something. And it's, you know, like trying to build your gameplay that isn't... So, like, one thing about the PS5, and maybe the PS4 has this as well, but there's a speaker in the controller... And there are some there's some games that will utilize uh, the speakers, like talking about Horizon in Forbidden West, and I can't remember if Zero Dawn did it because I played it on PC. But uh, your weapons, like if you drew the bow, you could hear like the tension in the in in the bow through the um, through the controller speaker on the PC and on the Xbox. That would just come out the TV speakers. So that's a well, not on the Xbox. It was a PC and PS5 exclusive. But so that's that's something that is like this is a component where we can add something to this platform but if you have another platform that doesn't have that feature you're not missing it same with the triggers so you take a game like hogwarts legacy which is a a cross-platform game and that does have that does utilize the the playstation 5 unique features so it uses that speaker it probably uses the uh force touch sensors but i've not really um noticed that because i'm not playing the game um, and I think you can also use the gyro or the touchpad in in the menu system to kind of move around. Whereas on the Xbox or the PC, you I've, I've got to use your mouse, got to just use a D-pad, or and then use the speakers for the other stuff. So you know, it's like there's these different systems that are 99% the same, but have one or two unique features. With VR headsets, they're kind of like 70% the same. And it's not that they have unique features, but they just work differently. Um, work differently enough that, that probably might give a bit of a headache to, to some game and some game mechanics. One thing that's quite interesting as well is that instead of uh, the PlayStation VR 2 being sold by like Amazon and Curry's, it's strictly selling on PlayStation's own website. You can only go; you have to buy it on their on their site through the yeah i imagine that might be uh a little bit of a hold up from uh stock and everything so maybe a little bit like what steam did once they've sold out of their initial stuff they might put you on like a waiting list or something because i don't i don't think they're going to sell out as quickly as the, the 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 console did because obviously not as many people 
can or want to buy the thing but there might still be more than their supply chain can keep up with at the moment just with the world as it currently is so yeah but if, <clears throat> I, I just don't think this thing's gonna sell because like you said people will just be looking at that price that's probably one of the reasons it costs what it does is that it probably costs for at least not a profit but for at least what it costs them to build whereas the console you know the playstation 5 might cost 600 pounds to build but they sell it for like 450 because they want to make the money up on playstation plus or the video games game sales themselves i think that's perfectly fine like like again going back to apple that's probably what they're doing like some of their hardware i mean apple is never like leaving money on the table but some of their hardware will cost less just to get people to buy it and spend money on services because so many people are buying iPhones and buying iPads that they can do that as long as they can get them onto at least the the, the base model. Um, but, you know, they might sell, I think like estimates are like, they might sell, or sorry, Apple, Apple are thinking about manufacturing a million headsets, which is nothing compared to anything else that they make. So they wouldn't expect to take a loss on this hardware because they would have spent, you know, they'd have spent hundreds of millions on R&D. And obviously PlayStation have got the whole first generation of PSVR, uh, R&D to kind of use as well as all the new stuff. But they still, it's not a loss leader type of um, hardware. It's something where they will need to get at least something near to what it costs them to manufacture. And that's where selling it directly, where they get 100% of the proceeds and they're not splitting, you know, they're not doing a a 70-30 split with the uh, Argos or target or amazon um and it's 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 just you know it's they get the money they need without us having to pay 100 or 150 pound per unit more for you know to cover the retailers costs so the ultimate question is would would you actually pick one up if you saw well if you was on the website and you're like oh you know what i got some cash here you know i really fancy doing vr now i've got you know there should be enough space for yourself because it's just the one cable isn't it we're not currently saying no but we're not anywhere near buying it like we are definitely interested really yeah we are i'm surprised for me i'm because my experience with the first vr like it was such a hassle to set up and once it got it set up i could only last 10 15 minutes and then i was like i gotta take this off and i really wanted to do more but it was just like i can't do any more but I'm hoping that it's like you say it's more comfortable the headset itself and yeah I mean I've only done one real session of VR gaming and it was fine except for that I didn't have the thing on properly so I I think I might be able to faff around with it and get it set up properly and I might be able to enjoy it a bit more now where we currently live it would have to be with games that have a sit down mode there's no way we could do any VR that involves moving around or swinging wildly because um, I can't get any further than three feet away from a wall. It's just impossible. Uh, so, you know, things like Call of the Mountain with the se- with the seating mode enabled on, which I, cause I, uh, my wife was saying it does exist, and I wouldn't, and I'm not, I would be surprised if it didn't because it's such an accessible, friendly game. Then we could do that sort of thing. Uh, Gran Turismo Seven. Well, you don't need to stand up for that at all. That would be a great game um, here. The only issue I don't know is how the, the the gyros will react because obviously we're on a boat and the boat sometimes rocks and sways. So it's like 
because it's an inside out tracking i don't know how much it utilizes the gyro versus what it sees uh if we had the old traditional original uh, you know one of the ones it's the htc vive that's the one where you put the dots on the ceiling the cameras on the ceiling and it they track the where the headset is that would probably be the better system for us because obviously we don't want the camera to be moving just because the boats because we're moving in space because we're not actually moving in game it's just space is moving um, so that would be the only thing and i'm hoping I, i've got a friend who's got a, a ps5 and no doubt he will be getting one so i might have to invite him over with it um, and we'll give it a try just to see what it's like. like i might have to say right i'm going to sit down play gran turismo 7 can you go outside and like rock the boat a little bit and we'll see how it goes <laughs> it'll be sick <laughs> well the funny thing i mean the thing is right like as i'm gaming at the moment when it's windy sometimes the boat does sway and i can kind of feel myself kind of going in and out and in oh, and out no. and it's, it does oh, feel no. a bit weird <laughs> But yeah, I got used to it, so I'm sure I'd get used to it with um, with the VR headset. Would you Would you use it for non non game like non VR? Sorry, non VR games. So like just games that don't support VR. Well, there is a there's DLC coming out for Horizon Forbidden West, and both Jen and I have played the game. That was back in the house where we could vacate the room, so we wouldn't spoil the game for each other. Now here on the boat, that's going to be very difficult because we have one living space and one bedroom and the bedroom's not great for spending a lot of time in because it's just a bed and a corridor. So the living room is where Jen will tend to play on a PlayStation and watch TV and I'll be at the computer, which is, you know, we're within two metres of each other. So at the moment, I'm planning on saying to Jen, we'll both play whatever we're playing with headphones on and we're facing different directions so we shouldn't see it or hear the story. Now, with the VR headset, if we can play games on a virtual screen with headphones on, that kind of solves that issue. So actually, yes, that would be incredibly useful um, as there are more games that come out that we mm. both want to play but don't want, don't want to get spoiled by seeing each other play the game. That is an interesting... Uh, interesting uh... And that's not unique to us just because like, there's a lot of people who will live in small apartments or uh, houses where that will, the similar sort of thing situation will will be you know that will be there so it shouldn't be unique to us but i suppose if you live in a small space you might not necessarily have a grand to spend on the playstation 5 and uh the the headset so maybe maybe not if i had i don't currently have a ps5 but if i did have a ps5 i would personally wait maybe a few years and then see if there's a price drop as well and see what kind of games are coming out I don't know if I'm expecting a power. Uh, power. Uh, I don't know if I'm expecting a price drop, um, but I'm maybe expecting sales around Black Friday and Christmas. Well, what they might do is instead of like a price drop, they might keep it the same price, but they're like, okay, we'll include this game and that game. You know, a VR game. It's only because a lot of companies that do direct sales, like PlayStation, seem to be doing a bit more. They just don't often reduce the prices because why why do that so really it might just be if they ever come to brick and mortar stores that you might get it 20 percent off or 20 percent off if you got membership or something like that the playstation vr didn't come with the uh, playstation move controllers so i i managed to get that and a discount price and i think i got a game as well that was included i mean you just get that included anyway but i got a good deal of that that was like on black friday many years ago but I do regret buying it because it's somewhere in my loft right now 
and even thinking about setting it up and putting on the headset gives me kind of a headache but the the, the vr2 is not like that there, there isn't an extra box because there's like half a million cables so yeah i know with with this it's just one cable isn't it so and that's the thing that's why i'm that's that's the thing that i'm only curious about because i'm like if it's just easy just to put in one cable and you're done then this yeah it'll be great uh, I'm still a long way off because I haven't got a PS5 yet. But see, I wonder if they'll ever sell a whole combination like the console, the headset, and the the headphones for a decent price. So you won't get the items individually uh, at any money off. But if you get two or three of them together, you might get a hundred, hundred and fifty quid off or something. Because yeah, at the moment you're looking at over a thousand pounds just for the console and the headset and the specially fitted headphones that kind of go around their headsets aren't they like 100 quid as well i don't know i know they include it ear- these little little earphones but that, that that's not going to be very good so yeah, yeah the headphones and dual sense is 140 quid and i feel like the dual sense is about 40 50 quid on their own if you wanted a second one oh, here you are 85 pound on smiths i think you get two you get two two dual sets included no no, no i'm just ta- the- i'm talking about um there was a bundle of the heads headphones so not the headset, the headphones and a standard PS5 controller. So that's the Dual Sense. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the um, what are they the Joy the Dual Joys. That's too close to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what. I, well, you get them. <clears throat> you get them included, so you don't. You shouldn't be. Yeah, of course, you get those contr- included as it should have been in the first place. I did try. Like after I had that day where I did the PS4 VR, I actually really enjoyed it, and I went online to see how much I could get a PS4 brand new or second hand and then looked at psvr headsets and they were all sold out so it would have been used and i was looking at like three or four hundred pounds just for the headsets uh the tech demo game and the move controllers and that's on top of the ps4 because uh, i was looking at the ps4 pro because you know at that point you might as well do it so because i think with the ps4 pro you didn't need all of the cables you only needed like half of them. Well, no, I think they came out with another revision, uh, a second revision, for, and that worked as well with the the standard PlayStation Four, where it didn't need all the all the cables. But yeah, like you said, uh, when they were initially sold, they were pretty much gone, and then you had to buy it second hand, and you don't really want second hand headsets. Yeah, because that's just disgusting. It is. Yeah, you don't <laughs> you don't want to do that. But uh, I managed to get mine before the PlayStation Four Pro came out. But that's the the annoying thing where. The PlayStation 4 Pro, like some of the games run and looked a lot better in VR, um, as they, you know, of course they would. But and the thing is, like the original PSVR wasn't a great VR headset. I remember thinking this is not actually any better than the the dev kit that we tried, like literally 10 years ago. Yeah. But it was good enough that the rest of the experience kind of made up for it. Like I remember going into it thinking, oh, there's pixels here, I can see them. Um, I think the frame rate was pretty good, but it wasn't very high resolution. No, no, it's, it's, it's kind of grainy. But as a first VR, if you could get it cheap back in the day, then yeah, pretty good. But I just couldn't last. Like, I tried to play Resident Evil 7 on it, sitting down, and I just couldn't even do that. I, I was struggling. So I'm hoping VR has come along and, you know, people like me can actually put up with it for, for more than 10, yeah, 15 I mean, minutes. My hope is that... Well, my expectation is that this isn't going to be the great VR experience, but I think this might be one of the first good VR experiences. Um, And it should, 
lead on to other systems that are building on it a more solid a better lighter headsets that kind of stuff hopefully it's laid their foundations because like you said before there's like loads of different head- headsets and different ways of connecting to the headset different kind of vr and the thing is it's got it needs to sell in enough numbers to make it worth it for playstation to do it again or for other companies to look at it and think i want a slice of that pie because at the moment obviously there is market share for the vr but it's a very small market no one has really sold it to the wider gaming audience it's just to the enthusiasts and the rich people who can afford to waste money on vr headsets because let's be honest that's kind of what it is at the moment it is a waste it is a waste of money like like you said like your vr psvr headset isn't really used and you didn't enjoy using it and the amount of money you spend on the first one you you can hear from what you're saying your uh, trepidation about buying this next one because even without considering the fact you don't have a ps5 the cost is like probably like 200 quid more than the original one cost it's just it's a lot of money to put down on top of all the other money you need to to run it i mean the same with pc vr headsets like you need to spend like two grand to have a pc to run uh vr at good uh frame rates and everything uh and those headsets can be like aren't some of them like six or seven hundred pounds i feel like the the most expensive is the um that the htc that's like a, it was like a grand was yeah it? or 1500 quid and people were buying it because of half-life alex Yeah, but also like it did genuinely have good hardware, and it had like it was the first one to have like digit individual digit control, wasn't it? And then you look at the price of that, and we've got that now on a on a device that only costs five hundred and fifty pounds. So that you know it is trending in the right direction. At the moment, we're just testing the water to see is this another fad like three D, or is it something that's going to be here to stay and people will genuinely be interested in? I think it all depends on the software. If they get the software right and get a game that, like Half-Life Alex, something that's big, a big title, that's not just a spin-off. They're like, have a game, have a, like an, a The Last of Us or an Uncharted made specifically in VR. Like, you can you can only really play it. Well, that's the thing I was going to say. Is like, how do you have a game like GTA 6 that is uh, the same the same story and the same game whether you play it on a conventional tv or you strap on a headset and you play you play it in vr you you can't have i mean like you said like well you could you could do that you could do that how how do you make that was a lot of resource how do you make the gameplay feel the same on the same story but you're basically building two different games on the same story you know you're saying like uh horizon call of the mountain is just a tech demo and i have seen it described as basically that and that's completely different from the DLC which is coming out next month or the game that came out last year or the next game that's coming out in a few years time that's a separate experience and it's like it's not the same character so you can kind of not play it if you can't and you're not going to miss out on the big story when you when we're talking about GTA or or Red Dead uh, the next Skyrim Starfield it's, it's i know what you're saying it, it's hard because as for Sony to say okay then the next Last of Us will be VR exclusive. You can only play this with the PlayStation VR 2. That would take major balls on their side. And they would never do that because they know for a fact that this thing's not going to sell as much. This is not going to sell as... The VR 2 is not going to sell as much. No. no one's really going to have it. And, and it's not going to sell... It, it might not sell as much to make it worth building the same game twice to cater for the two different playstyles. The only way, the only option they really have is they need to go to a, a bunch of 
developers who are really experienced in VR or have made VR games before and say, okay, create us a new IP in VR and see if this thing takes off. And if it doesn't, okay, whatever. But if it does, then great. Yeah, and it's got to be something other than motorsport or Microsoft Flight Simulator in VR. Obviously, that's going to be fine. That's the way it should be. But it's 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 these other games that aren't inherently VR games, but would benefit from being in VR. But also uh, the fact that not to have it as a like an indie kind of like give it give it enough uh, money budget to to make it into a triple A game, but. I don't know if they're willing to do that. That would be what I would personally do: is test the waters and say, "Okay, can we make a AAA VR experience?" And then hopefully, the reviews come out good, and then see if people start buying it and seeing how much the sales are, and then saying, "Okay, is this going to take take off or not?" The, yeah, the current software lineup—that's why I'm a bit. It's nice to play Resident Evil Eight in VR and Resident Evil Four remake in vr if that is true but the other thing at the moment is that it's hard to have games ready for vr on a system that you kind of kept secret for such a long time well they don't keep it secret they tell the dev what i mean is like in public they only release details about psvr a year ago and these games in development need to take years to develop and actually the hardware might have changed in the last four to five years that we don't know about so you can't really get developers on board for this kind of thing until it is out and they know that there's a stable platform that's not going to change for them to develop on like we we might see some games in the next five years that will be great vr games that wouldn't be possible to have pre-done because they don't want to share the information so it doesn't get leaked by third parties and they can't share it anyway because they're still testing and making changes as they feel like they need to to get it within a budget the things that they want to do to make it feel like it's part of the ps5 family well i i, I kind of disagree with that because Normally, they would say to the developers, okay, here's what we're thinking of creating, here's the spec of the device, here's what, here's, and then eventually they come up with a prototype. That yeah, is but it's just... different It's different when you've got a console because a console is just a computer and the fancy stuff on top is not important. To, it's not integral to the gameplay. It's just we've got a speaker on the controller, we've got a hap- force haptic on the controller, and we've got gyros. Nothing else about the PlayStation 5 is special other than the fact that it does 4K 120. like You could do all of that on the Xbox or the PC if they built the hardware. With a headset, it is completely different because you're controlling the whole experience. It's not a TV that you're outputting to, it's the built-in device. And if that keeps changing, you know, they're saying, oh, it's going to be 90 FPS. Oh, no, actually, now it's going to be 120 FPS and your game needs to be optimised to run at 120 FPS. And okay, they've done all this interesting thing with foveated rendering, so it's only rendering high detail where your eyes are looking. Um, And that's probably just a hack because a lot of the games wouldn't be able to do that for the whole screen twice. So I kind of, I know where you're coming from, but I just, I don't think it would be possible for them to give enough notice to third-party game developers and like you say if like this call of the mountain is only a four to five hour uh, game that that really does fit in with what i'm saying is that you can't 
have a full-fledged 20-hour game before the the hardware is properly publicly known about so maybe we know about it a year ago the earliest you could think about having third-party developers is two or maybe three years ago which probably isn't enough time to get a really good AAA game out to the oh, public oh yeah no yeah, i agree with that i agree with that like because like you look at every launch games that come out for like a console they're not most of them are not triple a games they're they're like slightly smaller ones yeah slight yeah they're, they're, they're good games but then like they're good they're good games or their previous titles that have just been updated to run on a new one say hello to skyrim and gta 5 yeah which is fine that they're there but you like you might be disappointed i think we had this exact conversation when the xbox one x uh, sorry the xbox series and the ps5 were kind of announced and the games for them were announced so it's like we've seen this story before um, and because the hardware is so much harder to dial in for it's not surprising that not yet there is much especially third party high quality games and that'll be the interesting thing they they will be watching and seeing okay is this thing actually selling should i create a, a vr game for Sony might have to go out their way and say, "Okay, we'll pay, we'll we'll pay you." Well, and that's the thing is only if Sony tell us those numbers. Like they don't have to tell us the numbers. Oh no, no, no. But if they go out and say to these companies and say, "Okay, we we will pay you to make a Pacific game for this," you know. But uh, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. But um, I think that pretty much wraps up today's uh, podcast. I'm going to leave the liking and stuff to you. Thank you for listening to this latest episode of the North vs. South podcast. Please feel free to leave a like or comment, follow us on YouTube, or subscribe to us in your podcasting app. Thank you. Goodbye. You know, when I record that normally, that takes me about three or four different attempts, and I cut them together. Welcome to the North vs. South podcast, where we discuss video games, TV, technology, and movies. That was terrible. Welcome to the North vs. South podcast, where we discuss video games, technology, TV, and movies. In this episode, we discuss the recently... In this episode, we discuss the recently released... PSVR 2. Bow, bow, bow. Bow, 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 bow.